If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's the middle of October 2022 and you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you've been trying to figure out what phone or watch or really anything to buy, the last couple of months of the year are certainly not making it easy. There are scores of gadgets coming out and we're going to try and pack as many as we can into the space of five minutes, starting with soundbars. There's a new model on the way from Bose as the company tries to pack in an Atmos spatial soundbar into a small space and a comparatively small price at that. At just under $800, the Bose Smart Soundbar 600 is surprising because it will actually use up-firing speakers and not just rely on the psychoacoustic brain trickery that works in the Sonos Beam and other compact spatial soundbars. It's unusual because you don't typically see real 3D sound that fires at the ceiling for under a grand, and yet Bose is doing just that later in October. A week or so later, expect some new computers to rock up with three Surface models on the way, mostly offering minor updates through Microsoft's tablet and laptop computer range. First, there's the Surface Laptop 5, a model with a new chip and not much else. There's there's also the Surface Pro 9, which will offer either one of those new Intel chips, or if you're a bit more daring, one made to be more mobile with 5G on board. No prices yet for the 5G model, but Microsoft has sent word that its all-in-one desktop Surface with a massive 28-inch touchscreen will cost, no joke, 7 grand locally. Yikes. While new computers is more or less a given for Microsoft, there is something new and unexpected on the way coming in Microsoft Designer. A web app modeled largely on what Canva has created, but with a twist. It can create AI art for your designs. It'll use the OpenLab's DALI platform for that, and it'll go into beta very, very shortly for you to try for yourself. In the past few weeks, there's also a new rice cooker from Panasonic, a hypersuction vacuum from Dyson, a coffee maker from DeLonghi that can make cold coffee too, ideal for the summer, and a couple of new phones and watches, which we're looking at right now. Google's Pixel 7 Pro is the phone probably worth looking out for, sporting a 6.7-inch OLED display, a sleek glass and metal body, Google's latest Tensor chip, and a camera system made from a 50-megapixel wide camera, a 12-megapixel ultra-wide, and a 48-megapixel telephoto, with the whole thing giving you roughly 0.5 to 5 times zoom in the one device. The camera is probably the standout feature to pay attention to, and as usual, Google's attention to portrait shots is simply excellent. They'll need a second or two of processing, but almost every portrait shot you take is a winner, and some are just excellent, rivaling what a real camera can do. The Pixel 7 Pro also feels great in the hands, and it looks solid. It's more or less one of the most premium Android phones you can find, but at under $1,300 locally, so it's also comparatively affordable, priced where the high end of the mid-range, or the low end of the high end, actually is. But the battery life needs work, and you'll struggle to hit over a day, which is a shame given the overall size. Plus, the camera tech could still be better. Google's take on Apple's cinematic mode is limited to just one camera, and while the macro capability is good and the standard wide camera is lovely, we didn't always find the telephoto gave us super sharp shots. It's a great Android phone though, and like last year's Pixel, probably the best Android we've seen all year. It's a shame we can't say the same of Google's Pixel Watch, which is the first wearable to sport the Pixel name. Google is of course no stranger to wearables. At one point it owned Motorola, which made the Moto 360 watches, and it makes Wear OS, the Android wearable operating system, plus it also owns Fitbit. With the Pixel Watch, the attempt is to make a sexy smartwatch with Fitbit inside. And if that's the goal, mission success. There's only one size, but the 41mm watch offers a slick circuit
circular design, easy interface, and looks quite lovely. You'll find health tracking inside a great looking gadget here, but it barely lasts a day, with one day pretty much being consistent battery life in our tests. It also doesn't do as much as other Fitbit models, so while it's a better looking Fitbit, it's also slightly disadvantaged. While the Apple Watch is the premium health tracker and watch, and the Watch SE is the lower model for Apple, the Pixel Watch isn't advanced as its Fitbit cousin, and that's confusing. There are things to like about it, such as how premium it feels with stainless steel body and a Gorilla Glass screen, and Google has definitely nailed the style for the Pixel Watch, but one day of life is frustrating. It feels like in a few generations time, Google will fix the Pixel Watch to be better, but right now it's not there. Maybe one day, just not today. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found regularly at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get podcasts from. And everything on this show and more can be found at therap.com.au or at picker.com.au, P-I-C-K-R. For now, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care. Wrap.